of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to No Buts About It. This is the final episode this year that uh, will be filmed from my kitchen in Indiana. So we're going to be moving back to the dorm room. Got a bit better acoustics. So thanks for sticking with me here and pulling through. I know the audio hasn't necessarily been the best, but... Hopefully, we've got something to work with now, and you have enjoyed the show so far. So, to start, let's get into some stories that we've been talking about a little bit. Um, One of them we kind of briefly mentioned, and it's going to affect another story that we've talked a lot more about, but uh, that is the Chargers gave star safety Derwin James Jr. a four-year extension that will pay him over $19 million per season, which makes him the highest-paid safety in NFL history. And that, of course, is going to affect negotiations with Jesse Bates, who has not said he's going to play yet this year. He's still holding out. Um, nobody can sign him is my understanding. So he either plays for the Bengals this year on the franchise tag or doesn't play at all. And then next year, someone else can sign him. But Derwin James getting paid $19 million per season is definitely going to affect the Jesse Bates negotiations. It's going to reset the league's uh standard for what safeties get paid so that's that's a big paycheck right there for a safety 19 million dollars and derwin james deserves it the chargers defense is whew, they're gonna be dangerous now that they've definitely got derwin james back they've got jc jackson khalil mack uh joey bosa obviously i i I've got him on my fantasy team. I can say that now because the draft has happened. Some of the people that I'm in the league with were our listeners of this podcast, but I didn't want to say who I was drafting because I was afraid they might steal them from me. But yeah, Chargers defense, I think, is going to light up uh, this season. They're going to get the sacks. They're going to get interceptions. They're they're going to be a tough team to get through for sure. But Yep, Derwin James getting paid $19 million per season resets the safety market. Definitely deserves the payday, though. Um, Deshaun Watson, of course, we've been talking about him. He's kind of been the most talked about story all summer. And we did say that 
six games probably wasn't going to be enough. It was probably going to get extended. We talked about why the judge kind of wanted to give the six-game suspension, why she recommended that. But uh, the NFL, has Roger Goodell, has decided to raise it to 11 games, and he will be fined $5 million. So that seems like a weird number, right? You're like, okay, six games, that's e- that's an even number. Usually suspensions are even numbers. You, and then you, if you want to double it, 12, that that's an even number again. Okay, so you're thinking, why 11? That's, that's kind of a weird number. Well, the first team that Deshaun Watson is going to play when he gets back, because I... I'd be very, unless Jacoby Brissett just balls out for those first 11 games, then uh, Deshaun Watson will be the starter as soon as he's eligible. But he has to face his old team, his old team that he just did not like at all, that he sat out against, um, wasn't a fan of the head coach. The just That team was falling apart, and that's the Houston Texans, of course. Uh, they also had problems with um, maybe knowing that Deshaun Watson was doing these things that he allegedly did, uh, these sexual assault allegations by these 24 women. So we will see how that kind of interaction goes down of him facing his old team in week 13, I believe it is. And so... That's where we're at with that. Uh, n- not much news there other than Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games. He's also going to be playing his old team first game back. That's really all there is there. Um, he's still maintaining his innocence. They asked him about it in the interviews after uh, the pre- after the suspension came out. And he still maintained his innocence, and he said he just wants to move on. So... Obviously, people are going to believe what they want to believe, what they think is true. Nobody's ever going to really know what happened in those massage rooms, unfortunately, other than Deshaun, those 24 women, and God. And God will judge him if he's been lying this whole time. But the judge said that it was sexual assault. He's saying he didn't think he he didn't do any of those things. So he'll be judged. Let's uh, just move on from that story and uh, move on with the sport of football, hopefully. And ideally, we'll never have to talk about something like that again because everyone will just be good, right? No, probably won't happen, but that's where we are. Well, let's move on to something a bit more fun, a bit less gross, and... I I didn't know what today's show was going to be, what I was going to do today. Uh, And then I was watching Good Morning Football on NFL Network. And they were doing a, like, top five players they were looking forward to see um, this weekend during the preseason games tonight and then going into this weekend. And I just did not agree with the list. Like, there were one or two guys where I was like, okay, I can see that. Like, Malik Willis, like, he was on the list, and it was like, okay, yeah, he 
was supposed to be this first round quarterback. He was supposed to be phenomenal and he fell. And now we want to see him play. And they're saying people are talking about Malik Willis on Twitter and he's all over Twitter and they were trying to hype him up. I haven't seen any of that stuff where he's being hyped up on Twitter. Maybe I'm just not on that side of Twitter, but I've got my own top five list here. And these are my top five guys I'm going to be paying attention to this weekend. And I've got the days that they play as well so that you, if you're interested, can watch those games as well. So this is my top five players to watch this weekend. And I've got their stats from last weekend and what games they'll be playing in this weekend. And while I'm giving the list, I'll just give a little blurb of a reason that I have. Uh, so number one, actually, we're going to make it suspenseful. We're going to go start with number five. Number five is Sauce Gardner, um, first-round pick for the Jets. He, I haven't seen him play yet, to be honest. I, he's a guy I've wanted to see. He's been hyped up a lot in the preseason. He was hyped up before the draft. I I believe, and this is just off the top of my head, but I believe he did not allow a single touchdown his whole college career. Uh, could definitely be a generational talent. I haven't seen him play yet, though, and he's kind of put a target on his back, so I want to see how, even if they are the second and third string receivers, I want to see how he does against these guys. So definitely looking at Sauce Gardner. He's playing with the Jets, obviously, against the Falcons on August 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a guy I want to see more of. We'll be watching for sure this season. I think I'm going to watch more Jets games than I probably have the rest of my life combined this season just because they've, they've got a team. They've got a young team, but I think they've got some guys that are going to be fun to watch for the next few years. So number five is Sauce Gardner. Number four, uh, we talked about him a little bit after the Hall of Fame game that kicked off the preseason, but Zamir White, he he's going to get sat behind Josh Jacobs this season most likely. No one's going to remember his name unless he just breaks out, and he only had 15, he had 15 carries for 53 yards during the Hall of Fame game. He can do better. I know that he can do better. He definitely seemed like a guy who wanted to be there. This was his dream. Uh, I think he's got some potential to take over for Josh Jacobs if the Raiders don't end up re-signing him because they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Uh, So I don't think that the Raiders are really looking at keeping Josh Jacobs right now. So Zamir White could have could have an opportunity here. He could possibly be the next running back one for the Las Vegas Raiders. And so that's why I've got him at number four. I just want to see some more of him, watch him play. He plays uh, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time against the Dolphins. So we'll see what Zamir White brings to Miami. And number, okay, number three. Um, there's a bit, bit of a bias here, but he is a bangle, but I think that I'm not the only one. I don't think it's just Bengals fans that want to see this guy play. 
uh, Cordell Volson. He's a left guard, and he could take Jackson Carmen's spot as the starting left guard. I mean, Jackson Carmen was just drafted last season, but he just did not look good in the game before against the Cardinals. He also has COVID now, so that's not boding well for him. And I just don't think that Carmen was good at using his strengths. He wasn't good at putting his hands where they needed to be in order to get maximum strength and keep people from getting to the quarterback. Obviously, the Bengals' greatest weakness last season was their offensive line. Um, If they had a better offensive line, they realistically probably win the Super Bowl, if we're being honest. But we'll never know. Rams ended up winning because Aaron Donald broke through and Joe Burrow didn't get the chance to throw the ball down to the wide-open Jamar Chase. So, L.A. Rams ended up winning the Super Bowl, but Cordell Volson, he could take over for Jackson Carmen a month after Jackson Carmen's given the starting position. He was given it, and now he's probably going to lose it just because I haven't seen anyone who's really defending Jackson Carmen at this point. That's a tight battle that we have going for us at left guard if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Anyway, you can watch uh, Cordell play on August 21st, 7 p.m. against the Giants. So if he puts up the same performance that he did against the Arizona Cardinals, it's likely he wins that starting position as a rookie. So want to see more of that. You're not going to hear his name a lot because he is an offensive lineman, but keep an eye out for that name or keep an ear out for that name. And he might become an important piece to the Bengals offense this year. Okay, number two. I know, you're probably like, none of these have been quarterbacks yet. Well, here we go. We've gotten to the quarterbacks. Number two is Kenny Pickett. And yes, he's a stealer. But I think Kenny Pickett playing for the Steelers would cause me to want to root for the Steelers or at least just Kenny Pickett because I don't want to, I don't, I take that back. I don't want to root for the Steelers, but I would root for Kenny Pickett. I think as long as he maintained the same playing style that he had, uh, Kenny Pickett went 13 for 15 on his passing attempts, 95 yards and two touchdowns just plays really smart football. We talked about him in either last episode or the episode before the last episode, but he is such a smart ball player. He's so fun to watch. You can tell he really wants to be out there. He's got the emotion. The team seems to like him. I I want to see more from Kenny Pickett. I think his performance uh, this last week really made the decision a bit harder for Mike Tomlin because now he's got, hey, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, who we, who we brought in from Buffalo to be our starter, but we also drafted Pickett in the first round with the 20th overall pick. But then we've also got Mason Rudolph. So I don't think Mason Rudolph will end up starting. He played well, but I just think the way Tomlin is going to want to do this, he's going to want to have a long-term answer. And I think that that is better found in Kenny Pickett than it is Mitchell Trubisky or Mason Rudolph. And I think that Kenny Pickett has the most potential out of those three. He's the 
smartest, in my opinion, as far as football IQ, the way he plays is just fun to watch. It's good football. And hopefully he is able to at least remain competitive in this quarterback competition. So that's why Kenny Pickett's number two. Uh, you can watch him, assuming I'm assuming he'll get some snaps. Uh, but he'll play against the Jaguars on August 20th, so tomorrow, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Kenny Pickett, let's uh, see if he ends up being the starter this season. And then number one, if you followed the show, if you talk to me in general about uh, these prospects, these young guys who have come into the league, I guess they're not that young because they're my age, but uh, it should be no surprise the name that I'm about to say at number one, the guy who I want to watch and is probably, he might make me a, end up making me a Falcons fan. It, it's Desmond Ritter. Like the dude is just so, was so good. And his stats, his stats don't look good. He went 10 for 22, 103 yards and two touchdowns, but the dude looked so poised. He was so fun to watch. Desmond Ritter, he might end up being a starter week one. I could see it happening. I mean, I know that they brought in Marcus Mariota to be the starter, but I think even Marcus knows that he's not the long-term solution in Atlanta. They drafted Desmond Ritter for a reason. Marcus Mariota has apparently been helping Desmond Ritter at camp, which is super awesome of Marcus Mariota to do, to just kind of help the young guy. Because Marcus was there not too long ago as well. He was 2015, 2016. Um, so Marcus knows what it's like to be the young guy in the locker room, and he's helping, he's helping Desmond out. And Desmond has just looked phenomenal. I want to see how he does here um, against the Jets. They are playing uh, August 22nd, 8 p.m. So assuming Sauce starts uh, as well, uh, Desmond Ritter could be throwing against Sauce Gardner, so we'll be able to see two of them at the same time. But, yeah, Desmond Ritter's playing August 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time versus the New York Jets. So that's my list of the people that I want to see this season, or not this season, this weekend. I want to watch those games for sure. Definitely think that you should take a look at them. Uh, not some names. I mean, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Sauce are names you kind of hear all the time. But Cordell Volson and Zamir White, you might have to do some looking for them. So Maybe look up their numbers and uh, pay attention to make sure that you don't miss them because Cordell Volson could be a name you're hearing a lot more uh, if he wins that starting position to protect Joe Burrow. And Zamir White could be a name you're hearing a lot more. I think Sauce has already got his starting position, and then Desmond and Kenny are obviously still fighting for their position. But I think... All five of these people have great futures ahead of them. The only one I'd really maybe be concerned with is Zamir. But even then, I think that Josh McDaniels is going to use him. And Raiders fans should be excited. Jets fans should be excited. Falcons fans, Bengals fans, and Steelers fans should be excited with who their team's drafted. Uh, they've obviously done well so far. Um 
we need a larger sample size, but we'll talk about that on Monday, hopefully, when we've watched these guys play, and I'll kind of do a rundown of how they performed, and maybe this changes a little bit. Maybe I watch one of the guys, I'm like, oh, okay, yep, you're out. So, Hope everyone has a great weekend. I'm going to be traveling back to Ohio this weekend, so I don't know what my schedule is going to look like Monday, but hopefully everyone has a great weekend and we can do the show on Monday or Tuesday. I appreciate everyone for listening to the show. Uh, email me who your top five prospects are, top five people you're most excited to watch. Uh, the email is bull moose podcast two at gmail.com that's bull moose podcast the number two at gmail.com and i hope everyone has enjoyed the show so far i've enjoyed making the show uh go ahead and follow us on instagram at no butts underscore show and i hope everyone has a great weekend uh stay safe out there as the summer kind of winds down and we head into fall but uh yeah that's, that's it for today's show. Don't have much more to talk about. Have a, have a great weekend, everyone.